hugely successful style. The show where we talk about stylish people and how um, style has influenced their success. I'm Rob Giardinelli, and my co-host today is Mr. Lance Avery Morgan. And today we have the wonderful and talented Alyssa Edwards with us, and we are so excited to have her be a part of us. Alyssa, thank you for being here. Well, hello, howdy, and good day, and uh, many thanks to you guys for having me, you know, never in a million years, if you would have asked me 10 years ago where to yourself in the future, I would not have said this. So I am living and loving this chapter that I am, chapter 38, which I'm very proud of. It's definitely full of life. So, hey, Alyssa, it's Lance. We're so excited. And you are having one hell of a time in life these days. It is, you're on fire. I don't even know how else to put it except you are on fire. Muy caliente. <laughs> well, you know, um, there's no extinguisher over here. I'm not putting it out. I, I've, my whole life I've spent, like, pushing and um maneuvering over and through obstacles to get to this point. And I'm grateful. I'm thankful. You know, it's like that movie, The NeverEnding Story, <laughs> like when he's reading that book. I feel mm-hmm. like my book of life is already written. It's just now being read out loud for now, the whole world. And I'm just, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I, I am seizing the moment. I am waking up every day, like, ready I hit my, my, my feet hit the ground and I'm like, today is another day. And, and what can I touch? What, what can I offer? What, how can I share my artistry and my motivation? Absolutely. Well, I feel you know, like I'm a motivational speaker over here. Well, you are a motivational speaker. You motivate us every time we see you on TV. But you know, what's one thing that we really realize about you and success and style is that success at every level takes style. So, Tell us about how you started doing your drag career from Mesquite, Texas, because I wouldn't think that is a capital of drag. I may be assuming that incorrectly, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> think there's a whole, whole lot of drag there. Well, I'm definitely not going to have to correct you in that aspect. Okay. <laughs> oh. Do you know, tell. I, I, started, I, yeah, I started doing drag just a few short years ago. You know, since I don't established. I, I, I visited uh, my very first show, and believe it or not, I was a very introverted, confused little boy in the skeet. And I, it wasn't mm. until I was about tennis that I realized I was different. I grew up with four sisters. They polished their nails. I polished mine. And then, you know, like I said, at 10, the boys start talking, and then it was like, okay, well, I am a little different. And uh, I didn't really know how to uh, map or define that. Mm-hmm. I was lost, and and that compass was not in arm's reach. So here I seek out on this journey. I end up in this show, and I'm seeing this character on stage, and it was very silly and campy to me, but I found it wildly fascinating. But what I was more intrigued is the audience members. I saw them laughing. I saw them uh, clapping and um the applause got louder at times, and they were along on this journey. I thought, you know, I would love to do this, but I live a very Bruce Wayne kind of life. And mm-hmm. just like Bruce Wayne, that man is called at night. So I thought, well, this is it. This is your character. And I went to my very first talent, 
by open stage competition. I didn't have a wig. I swooped my platinum blonde hair over. I put <laughs> butterfly clips in it. Uh, I, I threw on an old leotard I had from a dance class, probably one of my sisters, and I entered in the competition. And, well, I won. And I don't know if did. people cheer for me the way it was my audience response. I don't know if they cheered because I was good or if they just, you know, found me to be so bizarre they wanted to root for me. But I did like mm-hmm. this, you know, contemporary interpretive dance, and uh, I had a ball. So drag really empowered me as a person. Yeah. And I, and I remember putting on that wig for the very first time every insecurity, every fear, every doubt that Justin had, it was diminished. Mm-hmm. And my responsibility now as a queen, it's so much bigger than being a drag performer because it is a responsibility. You know, it, it is an incredible responsibility. And you it. handle it and you handle it and you own it so well and you do it with such class. I think what would be interesting for all of us to have a better understanding of, about Alyssa is tell us about the first dollar you ever made and how you basically took your, 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 your beginnings in Mesquite and were able to apply it to your drag career. The first dollar I ever made. Well, I started working. I, I come from you know, a large family. We all see on Dancing Queen. We were, we, were, we were filled with love. And that love was, it was dysfunctional at times, but it was functioning. You know, it was what I knew as a little boy. Mm-hmm. I started working, I think, at 15 or 16 years old at the Pizza Hut down the street. I was signing road. Oh, throw back. And <laughs> I would walk there every day after school. And I was very proud of that job because I felt responsible. And I was, I, went, I was doing the right things in life. And I became employee of the month. So I, I was always a driven, driven soul. And really, I, I created the studio you know, it was a dream of mine in a garage. Uh, before that, I was a student teacher for free, but eager to be that student teacher for free. I mean, I, I would show up early. I would clean the studio up. I would stay after. I would kick the chairs up, what, whatever was out or left out. And I never once felt like monetarily that gain is what I thought after. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to be a success. And then getting into drag and then being offered a job, I think I was offered maybe $40 a show. And for those of you that do not know, full coverage foundation <laughs> is $40. So, but I was so proud of that $40. I was like, this is when you know you're doing the right things because you are being rewarded. It's like I teach the kids over it beyond belief. The incentive, you know, your mom and dad go to work for the incentive of, of, of having an opportunity to be able to fund for you to come mm-hmm. to dance classes. And I think for me, I, I was so grateful and full of gratitude. I just kept pushing and striving and climbing that ladder of success and investing more. And, and the next thing I know, I'm in, in Miss, Miss Texas, the pageant, and, and then I'm being crowned. And then I get casted on Drag Race. And so many doors open. And then we fast forward to this whole, uh, this whole idea, this opportunity of, of a reality that's on my, on my desk. And I think to myself, is this really where you see? And I'm like, ah, I, I, need, to, I need to sleep on this. I need to pray about it. I need to, I need to really reconsider and consider. 
And when Netflix was open to the eye of the scene, the idea of this being a, a docu-style series, I knew it was perfect for me. Because I would get to share all of me, which another little secret of Alyssa's secrets is I was very private. I didn't know mm. how the city of Mesquite would feel about me living a very Hannah Montana double life. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I truly felt that I would be judged as a director, as a, a choreographer, an artist, a businessman. And the day that the poem was released in season five, and I know I'm rambling, but I can tell you all of this. They, I had so much anxiety. And the moms, they all started, you know, sharing the picture. This is Justin. And my phone started going off. And I thought, how am I going to go in the studio and face him? And mm. what are they going to say? And I'm probably going right. to some students. And I remember sitting in my car and I'm looking at the doors and I read up on the sign, Beyond Belief Dance Company, a family of champions. And I tell myself, you created this from scratch. This was your dream and you're living it. And just like in Two Wong Fu, one of my favorite scenes in television, when she, she says, I'm not asking you to accept or to understand I'm asking you just to acknowledge. And that was like, that's it. I walked in that studio, my shoulders were back and my head was held high. I was very proud of myself. And it was like a slow, you know, slow-mo scene in, out of, out of, out of some, some movie where the moms slowly start clapping. And they're like, Justin, we never knew you were so talented. Why didn't you share? Wow. And then the ones that that's incredible. They were maybe too conservative, I'm telling you, I'm blessed because that might not be for some people. And the, like I said, the, the, the ones that weren't maybe too conservative, they just acknowledged it and respected the fact that I was a great mentor to their children. Talk about right. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, you are beyond belief. It, it makes sense that your studio is called that because you really are. And what's cool to me is that, with your platform, you've been able to form more strategic partnerships with various brands, such as Tazo and launching Camp Tazo. I mean, that's pretty darn cool, too. Do you want to – would you mind sharing with our listeners about uh, the method to the madness of what it's like to go camping with Alyssa? Because your, your life is pretty high camp already, but, I mean, this really takes it to a whole new level. Tell us about that if you don't mind. Well, I would love to because this is the highlight of everything I'm working on. I'm so very proud to be a part of this because I don't look at this as a necessarily a partnership. It's more of a collaboration. Mm. Tazo T was very inspired by my art and how drag had pushed me outside of my comfort zone to be the confident human I am today. And I honestly thought in the beginning this would be like a what's the tea or still the tea kind of, you know, mm-hmm. cliche kind of gig. And everything that I'm a part of, you guys see on Dancing Queen, I'm very busy. And I've got my hands on a, a lot of different shopping carts and a lot of different, you know, uh, uh, lines. And I, I have to be very particular. So sure, the line said, Brew the unexpected. I thought, okay, well, that's interesting. That would be unexpected. A drag queen, they want a drag queen to represent their brand. Okay, they're all inclusive. Check, I like that. And we get on the call, and they're like, Alyssa, we want to make this about your life, your experiences, and how 
you know, your art has pushed you outside of that. And I thought, I like that idea. And I start sharing my story with them. At nine years old, I go on stage and I remember walking on stage, oh my gosh, being so shy and communicating with no words, but through the art of movement, the greatest form in my opinion, the greatest form of communication. And it was a dark stage and there was a spotlight and there was, I couldn't see no one's face in the audience. The exhilarating feeling when I walked off stage that I'd conquered that. And then, just like I shared earlier, me getting on stage, how mm. I felt powerful. They loved that idea that they started researching it more. They found that 75% of people, they do want to get out of their comfort zones. They just don't know how. Yeah. And I said to them something that it stuck. I said, you know, I remember being a little boy and then a, a young adolescent and young adult. The highlight of my year, and definitely of my summer, was going to summer camp annually. I would go to church camp. And I would come home after that week, and I felt so motivated. I was ready to conquer the fall, and I was lit up on fire. And they're like, that's it. We're going to create a camp, Camp Tazo. And I said, what? And they're like, Alyssa, we want to do a camp where you take people out of their comfort zones and maybe introduce them to the – to them, things about them that they didn't even know existed or could be the possibility. And I said to them, I really like this idea, but is this realistic? Is it possible? And I don't know if you've gotten any of the pictures, but picture this. Yes, we have. Oh, yes, we, we have. And they are fierce. Are you campaign. kidding? They're amazing. Yes. <laughs> yes. And they said, we're going to shoot this campaign and we're going we're gonna to have the camp and you come to it. And I said, okay, and I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm loving this idea so much. I'm like, oh, I'm going to look fabulous. I'm the inaugural camp director. I'm going to be so fabulous. And I go, and we shoot, and then they're like, okay, we're going to do a canoeing moment. And I'm like, oh, I, I've never canoed. Here I am in Texas. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh, so many things are running through my head. I'm like, well, what if an alligator jumps in the boat? What if the canoe tips over and then there's a snake? What if the wig starts to sink me to the bottom like an anchor? And, and mm. as I'm, I'm thinking of this, I'm reminding myself, that's exactly what this is about. And I put on my life preserver and I get in that canoe, honey, and she starts canoeing. And, you know, <laughs> it's going at a target. It took me five or six times before I tipped the damn target. But I never oh, gave up. Funny. So everything about Camp Tazo is going to be an uh, Alyssa Edwards-inspired activity. And like for me, it could be something like one of the things that I've conjured up is I want to do like a choreography lesson. Some people are very oh. timid to dance, and dance changed me. And dance is good for the soul and the heart. And maybe, just maybe, you know, they'll learn something about their self, their inner dancer, you know, feeling um, and it could be also another activity, I say simple, but is it really simple to sit around a campfire, roast marshmallows, and share your life experiences? I was a very private person at one mm-hmm. time uh, before Dancing Queen and Drag Race, and I was um, reserved and I was guarded. So maybe yeah. sharing stories, but I want the people that are really selected for this camp after the three days that they spend with me. Um, to leave, not just with a good time of hooting the hauler and a selfie, but leave 
with a positive experience of, of I can do it. And, and it's kind of like, like I said earlier, Dorothy did not have power. It took mm-hmm, a man behind the right. curtain, the wizard, to tell her. And maybe I can just be the man, Justin, and the wizard, Alyssa. Mm-hmm. These campers. I love How that. How fabulous is that? Very. That's beyond fabulous. <laughs> and, and speaking of fabulous, you know, you had touched on this earlier, and I don't know how how many people out in the universe know this about you, but you being a former Miss Gay Texas and former Miss Gay America, I mean, I've gone to, you know, I've never gone to a Miss Gay America, but I've gone to a Miss Texas, and the amount of work that goes into pageant competitions is really, you're to be commended for, because it, it's a commitment and it takes a ton of work to put all that together. So I'm really excited, especially for the camping experience for the, um, the choreography, you know, the choreography bit for those folks. But tell us a little bit about how your time in the pageant world has influenced your drag. Well, let me start off by saying demographically here in the South, we grew up watching pageants on TV. The Texas pageant was huge. It was like a family affair. And, you know, the Miss Universe, all of these things came on TV. And I remember watching my sister, and I loved it. And then we would, like, then turn it into um, a fantasy game where we would, like, score the contestant and pick our top ten, you know, and uh, I would win. I would win. So, you know, that must have been in the cards for me. I I found a love for competition at a very early age, and it pushed me. It pushed and pushed me to, like, strive to be a bigger and better version of myself than I had been maybe the show or pageant before. So it is a lot of work, but I found it to be beyond rewarding. Even if Mm -hmm. I didn't win, it's like, once again, my mantra and with the kids in competition, winning isn't everything, but wanting to is. It's an attitude. It's a feeling. And I always felt like a winner because I put in the work, I put in the time, the dedication, I, and I planned, I prepared, and I presented. You know, this character, Alyssa Edwards, I created from scratch. And it's impacted my drag because the pageant world is very, um, not rigid, but there are rules. So I followed those. I bet rules are tough for you, Alyssa. I bet you don't even, you don't even have any Well, they are because they're tough for any artist because here it is. This is the really, this is the tea now. It's tough because art is subjective. And Mm -hmm. to be a pageant, queen, winner, crowned queen. They had an idea of what they wanted that to be. Mm-hmm. And then you learn to fit that. So it's like you're adaptable, you're flexible, you're a human chameleon. That's what it is. Right. And then the flip side of that is maybe you're robotic, maybe you're mechanical, maybe you become a Stepford wife. And um, <laughs> that I, there was this whole other artist that lied with it, you know, within me that was like beating the walls, come out, come out, get me out of here. And I will always be thankful for my pageant experience because it was a quintessential part of my life at that time, that chapter. Well, what's so cool, Alyssa, is that it led you to RuPaul's Drag Race, which led you to Dancing Queens. I mean, that's that's what I was getting with this. And it led me right to that. Right. 
And so with the Netflix show, you are, again, like I said, as we began, you are on fire. You are inspiring these kiddos. They don't even know what hits them when you, you know, are in the room and you're showing them what to do. Tell me about how that is, you know, you're, kind of, you're a mentor, you're a teacher, like you are to people who watch television, right, who watch um, RuPaul's Drag Race and to those who are aspiring. Tell me about that responsibility and how that affects your life. Well, I don't mind at all because the greatest gift I've ever received is the gift of being a teacher. Yeah. And I truly believe it is a gift because creating these fascinating stories in my head, okay, these these themes, these pictures, these scenes, these ideas, these, the, the, the movement, and then mm-hmm. transferring that to a kid's mind through the art of movement and then to an audience. Well, that's a lot of relaying of a message, okay? And it's True. difficult. And I, I believe that that is my greatest gift because I'm really good at that, and I can say that proudly. It, and, you know, after 15 years of excellence, Beyond Belief is my most proudest accomplishment. Well, you we know, could not be happier. It's, yeah. It's my life. And, it, and I think the, the story of your life, Alyssa, what I think is the most amazing thing is, is that you come from a small town and you've gotten this massive exposure and you handle it so well and you handle it so professionally that, you know, it's just you really are – you really are a role model to so many. So to see the success, I can't think of a better person that this couldn't happen to because you've really been a star from the time you were employee of the month of Pizza Hut in Mesquite, Texas, all the way to now. So, I mean, you've always, you've always found a way to excel and rise to the top. So I think it's incredible that, you, you know, you, you've got what you have, and, you know, we, we applaud you for your success. We're proud of you. We're proud of you to call, call you a fellow Texan, that's for sure. Thank you. I, I just can't say thank you enough. Um, you know, there were several times I, I questioned, like, oh, I just want to throw in a towel and just, but then it's like that, that was for maybe like a second. It's like, like Whitney Houston said, you were not built to break. <laughs> and you keep trucking. You carry on down your yellow brick road and keep Amen, following. Sister. You know, yes, there will indeedy. be. There will be odds for you, and, uh, and, 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 and along the way, you're going to make mistakes, and you learn from them. You learn, and you continue to grow. Uh, I love what I do, and I do what I love, and I will tell you today that I am living a dream, and I say that in the trailer of Dancing Queen. Um, talk about a dream come true. That's what my life is. Well, bingo. Well, and you we, know what? We can't wait to gather to have a cocktail with you when you're in Texas next. Especially in Austin. It's, well, it's I would love city. to do that. So I would, and you guys you. should come. Well, you guys should come to uh, the camp. You should submit, okay. your, yeah. submit your submission at camptalkzone.com okay. and <laughs> all come right. meet me. And we can, we can be all be fabulous together. I, wait Wouldn't that be fun? I've done got all my outfits. I'm going to be the only, the only camp director. And I keep saying it because I'm so amped up for it. <laughs> We're picking out fabric. And the designer's like, Justin, are you sure that's uh, camping friendly? Oh, baby, it's 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 fabulous. <laughs> well, you're not well, my theory. <laughs> I have a flashlight. I love it. My theory is more is well, more is more, and you are more is more. And we're just so thrilled to know you. 
And we are thrilled to know you. And on well, that note, is more much. is more is more. Alyssa, thank you for joining us. And um, we, we hope to have you on our show again. Absolutely, most definitely. And thank you to all the listeners, the viewers, the, the folks that support and um, lift up the art and the community and just are hopeful for a better world. Okay? Amen. That's right. <laughs> and you're leading the way. Amen. We'll talk to you soon then. Thanks so much for your time. And then, and this is, this is Rob Giardinelli and Lance Avery Morgan signing off of Successful Style and reminding you that, that style begins with having a point of view. Have a great day.